Good morning, and welcome to Simply Crypto. It's Friday, February 9th. On today's show, the U.S. Treasury cites rising cryptocurrency misuse in the 2024 National Risk Assessments, and a finance boss is convicted of $300 million securities price manipulation and wire fraud. Plus, lawmakers accuse SEC's Gensler of unethical crypto case. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Crypto. We start off with a concerning trend highlighted in the U.S. Department of the Treasury's 2024 National Risk Assessments. It appears that criminals are increasingly turning to cryptocurrencies to finance illegal activities. Here to delve deeper into this issue is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about this report and its findings? Certainly, David. The U.S. Treasury's 2024 National Risk Assessments report has indeed raised concerns about the misuse of cryptocurrencies. The report identifies the role of cryptocurrencies in illicit finance, pointing out that criminals are increasingly using these digital assets to fund illegal activities. What kind of illegal activities are we talking about here? The report doesn't specify the types of illegal activities, but it's well known that cryptocurrencies can be used in a variety of illicit activities. This can range from money laundering and tax evasion to funding terrorism and purchasing illegal goods. What does this mean for the future of cryptocurrencies? This report underscores the need for stronger regulation and oversight in the cryptocurrency sector. While cryptocurrencies have many legitimate uses and have the potential to revolutionize financial systems, their misuse can have serious consequences. It's a delicate balance that regulators must strike to ensure the benefits of cryptocurrencies are realized while mitigating their potential risks. What steps can be taken to curb this misuse of cryptocurrencies? There are several measures that can be taken. For instance, implementing stricter Know Your Customer, KYC, and anti-money laundering, AML, regulations can help. Additionally, greater transparency in transactions and improved tracking of cryptocurrency flows can deter criminals. It's also crucial to educate users about the risks associated with cryptocurrencies and the importance of secure practices. Thanks for that insight, Abby. As we continue to explore the world of cryptocurrency, we turn to a recent development where a Pennsylvania man has been convicted for manipulating the price of a security and scheming to defraud investors in connection with the purchase of hydrogen technology's cryptocurrency, Hydro. Here to delve into this case is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you give us an overview of this case, Celeste? Certainly, David. Shane Hampton, who served as the head of financial engineering at Hydrogen Technology, was found guilty of orchestrating a scheme to manipulate the price of hydro. Hampton and his co-conspirators hired an outside firm, Moonwalkers Trading Limited of South Africa, to run an automated trading system, or BOT, to manipulate the price of hydro on a cryptocurrency exchange in the United States. And how exactly did they manipulate the price of hydro? They flooded the market with fake and fraudulent orders from October 2018 to April 2019. They executed approximately $7 million in wash trades and placed over $300 million in spoof trades for hydro through the bot. These trades were designed to fraudulently induce retail investors to purchase hydro. 
allowing Hampton and his co-conspirators to sell Hydrogen Technologies' own holdings of hydro for over $1.5 million. What are the consequences for Hampton? Hampton was convicted of conspiracy to commit securities price manipulation and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. He is scheduled to be sentenced on April 29th and faces a maximum penalty of five years in prison for the conspiracy to commit securities price manipulation conviction and 20 years in prison for the conspiracy to commit wire fraud conviction. And what about the other defendants in this case? Hampton is the fourth defendant to be convicted. Michael Kane, the CEO of Hydrogen Technology, and Andrew Chorlian, an engineer at Hydrogen Technology, both pleaded guilty to the same charges and are awaiting sentencing. Tyler Ostern, the CEO of Moonwalkers Trading Limited, also pleaded guilty and has been sentenced to two years in prison. As we've just heard from Celeste, the cryptocurrency market is not without its potential pitfalls. In a related development, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, is under fire from Republican lawmakers who accuse the agency of misrepresenting evidence in a case against the blockchain project Debt Box. The lawmakers, who are part of the Senate Banking Committee that oversees the SEC, have expressed concerns about the implications for other ongoing cases. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you tell us more about these allegations? Certainly, David. The lawmakers have written a letter to SEC Chairman Gary Gensler, stating that the SEC's admission of falsifying evidence in the case against Debtbox raises questions about the agency's overall enforcement methods. They argue that whether the misrepresentation was deliberate or unintentional, it suggests that other enforcement cases brought by the SEC may also deserve scrutiny. What exactly did the SEC do in this case? The SEC's attorneys are accused of misstating material in court and then failing to correct themselves in the case against Digital Licensing Inc., also known as Debtbox. This led to the court freezing Debtbox's assets at the SEC's request. U.S. District Judge Robert Shelby of the Utah District Court reprimanded the agency's lawyers for this. And how have the lawmakers reacted to this? The lawmakers have expressed strong criticism, calling it unconscionable for a federal agency, especially one involved in consequential legal procedures, to operate in such an unethical and unprofessional manner. They are particularly concerned as the SEC, under Gensler's leadership, has often pursued its regulatory mission through enforcement actions rather than rulemakings. What has been the SEC's response to these allegations? The SEC has stated that it is working to improve its enforcement processes. In its motion to dismiss last week, the agency noted that officials have taken and are taking broader corrective action to ensure such concerns do not arise again. This includes mandatory training for all Enforcement Division staff involved in investigations and litigation on the importance of candor and the duty to promptly correct any inaccuracies. While we keep an eye on these significant developments, let's shift our focus to another intriguing story in the crypto world. The identity of Bitcoin's creator, known by the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto, has been a subject of speculation for years. This week, an Australian man, Craig Wright, went on trial in London, claiming that he is the enigmatic creator of the world's largest cryptocurrency. Here with more on this story is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you tell us more about this trial and the claims made by Craig Wright? Certainly, David. Craig Wright, 
a 53-year-old computer scientist, has claimed that he is Satoshi Nakamoto, the author of the white paper that introduced Bitcoin to the world in 2008. However, he is being sued by cryptocurrency activists who accuse him of lying and forging documents to support his claim. So who are some of the other individuals who have been linked to being Satoshi Nakamoto? Over the years, several individuals have been suspected of being Satoshi Nakamoto. American developer and cryptographer Hal Finney was the first person to receive Bitcoin when Satoshi sent him 10 Bitcoins as a test. However, a high-profile blogger in the crypto community discredited the theory that Finney was Satoshi. Japanese-American engineer Dorian Nakamoto was also suspected, but he has since denied being Satoshi Nakamoto. Nick Szabo, a U.S. computer scientist of Hungarian origin, was named by a blogger in 2013 as a possible candidate, but there is no tangible proof. Even Elon Musk, the world's richest man, has been speculated to be Satoshi but he rejected the allegations. What are the implications if the real identity of Satoshi Nakamoto is revealed? Well, Satoshi Nakamoto is believed to possess about 980,000 Bitcoins, which are worth about $44 billion at current prices. If the real Satoshi Nakamoto is alive and decides to cash in, it could potentially crash the cryptocurrency. However, some argue that the work of Bitcoin could only be the work of a group of people rather than a single developer. Others believe that the real Satoshi Nakamoto is either dead or wishes to preserve the integrity of Bitcoin's collective ethos by maintaining his own anonymity. The crypto world is indeed full of intriguing mysteries, as our reporter Bella just shared. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Crypto. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>